Welcome to Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they have encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Charity Lees Smith was born June 21st, 1841 at Bloomfield Marion, Ireland. From a very early age, she demonstrated an aptitude for writing devotional verses, and some of her poems were published in various periodicals, but most of those have been lost. A large number of her works, however, exist in a collection called Within the Veil. In the introduction, she wrote, May these verses find an echo in other hearts and be of help, especially in hours of trial, by reminding of a Savior's sympathy and a Father's love. May they help some to take humbly and patiently the chastisement which is sent, not less in tenderness than in wisdom. We are not as yet come to the rest and the inheritance. Thank God we shall soon enjoy both. Within the Veil, the title of this collection, is also the title she gave to her most well-known hymn. We know it today as Before the Throne of God Above. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands, my name is written on his heart, I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me then depart, no tongue can bid me then depart. Three of Charity's hymns were included in the Metropolitan Tabernacle's collection of hymns called Our Own Hymn Book, published in 1866. Those three hymns were Lord, I Desire to Live as One, O oh, for the Robes of Whiteness, and Within the Veil, or Before the Throne of God Above. The hymns in this collection were compiled by Charles Haddon Spurgeon himself. In the preface, he wrote, we thought it best to issue a selection which would contain the cream of the hymns already in use among us. It appears that Charity's hymn, Before the Throne of God Above, was especially meaningful to Spurgeon. When Satan tempts me to despair And tells me of the guilt within Upward I look and see him there who made an end of all my sin because the sinless Savior died my sinful soul is counted free for God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me to look on him and pardon me He had an extraordinary ability to memorize hymns, and this hymn was one that he knew by heart. Toward the end of his life, on December 31, 1891, he delivered his final public address to a group of close friends. He said these words, 
Though I have preached Christ crucified for more than 40 years and have led many to my master's feet, I have at this moment no ray of hope but that which comes from what my Lord Jesus has done for guilty men. Behold him there, the bleeding lamb, my perfect spotless righteousness, the great unchangeable I am, the king of glory and of grace. Behold him there, the risen lamb, my perfect spotless righteousness, the great unchangeable I am, the king of glory and of grace. But with himself I cannot die, my soul is purchased by his blood, my life is hid with Christ on high, with Christ my Savior and my God, with Christ my Savior and my God. In her collection, Within the Veil, Charity indicated that this hymn draws from Hebrews 6, 17-20. So, when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of his purpose, he guaranteed it with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain, where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. It is when we sing such hymns as this that the thought comes to us again of our indebtedness to our Mediator, for He not only carries the weight of our guilt, taking it upon His own sinless soul, but He offers His suffering to atone for it. He unites men with God. Our names are written on His heart and graven on His hands. What a power of meaning is condensed then into the words, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you.
Thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories, and may the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.